This week's theme park memory is from Grinning underscore Dog. Islands of Adventure, circa 2002-3. I was 12 and terrified of The Incredible Hulk. I refused to ride it. For some reason, my dad was able to convince me to get on Dueling Dragons, and after that, I felt I could handle the Hulk. That coaster is what made me fall in love with roller coasters. Welcome to episode number two of Theme Park Paradise. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan, the person that is laughing in the background and drinking an old-fashioned or some other alcoholic beverage is Dallas. Yeah, How you doing, Dallas? Fashioned. You got it. Um, yeah, because you stole my drink from five years ago. They're so good. I'm good. Where I live was like ridiculously windy last night to the point where it sounded like our roof was coming off. So that was frightening. Did you guys just put a new roof on? That's why I was like, oh no, I hope that wasn't shingles. It was so loud. And my window in my room is like super thin. So you can hear everything. And it literally sounded like an earthquake. So that is terrifying. So we have big news to talk about. There's stuff that broke today. But before we get to that, you say roof, don't you? You do the Michigan roof? I thought I did roof. I don't know. I don't know if you did or not. Maybe I wasn't paying attention. Maybe it was just a hard roof. Maybe when I'm thinking about saying it, I say roof. But when I say it in a sentence, I say roof. I don't know. I don't know. But yes, that has nothing to do with this podcast. So this is our second episode. Like Ryan said, we had a plan to do a friendly debate between Disney and the Universal Rides. But we realized quickly that that was going to take a lot longer than we thought. So we're splitting it up into three separate parts. So the next three episodes, including this one, the main topic will be Disney and Universal Rides. So that's coming up later. First, we want to talk about some news, theme park news, that has caught our eye in the last week. And I'll let Ryan start. So we are recording on February 1st. So this news broke earlier today. Um, This article is from Bloomberg. SeaWorld makes $3.4 billion takeover bid for Cedar Fair. So SeaWorld, as you know, they have SeaWorld, Busch Gardens, the Sesame Place in um, Pennsylvania, and they maybe have a couple other parks, I'm not 100% sure. But Ohio-based Cedar Fair, so they have like Cedar Point, and a couple other regional theme parks. There's quite a few, actually. I've like I've King's Dominion. Is it King's Dominion? King's Dominion, Canada's Wonderland, Carowinds, Michigan Adventure, Knott's Berry Farm. I don't really have too much to say right now. It's still being determined if they're going to accept it because I think they just made a random offer out of the blue. It's, it sounds like that they weren't expecting this. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Cedar Fair confirmed in a statement that it had received and was reviewing an unsolicited, non-binding proposal from SeaWorld. So it sounds like SeaWorld is trying to take over Cedar Fair, which will be interesting to see since SeaWorld does have some rights to characters like Sesame Street that they could put in parks. 
so maybe they bring in some themed Sesame Street stuff like they have at SeaWorld where it's just a little land it's themed out and even those rides are still there's not the best theme in the world but it's still themed but it's still themed and they have some cute themed buildings though and some restaurants and little areas I do really like their um, their flume ride the Atlantis one I love it I went one time Oh man, going from water to a roller coaster partway through was not yeah. expecting that. Yeah, it's very cool. If they do take it over, I would expect changes to happen. Who knows what they are? They're like that rival to, oh my God, Six Flags. That's what I was trying to think of. That's their main competitor. They're not really competing with Universal and Disney. No. But regionally, this could be big if they do bring even animals. If they start bringing animals any theming at all, any little burst of excitement into these parks. Just, I love roller coasters, but Cedar Point itself is the only one I've been to out of Cedar Fair, Fair stuff. And it's yeah. just so just sketchy. I think Knott's Berry Farm is the one that's the most themed that they have. But they acquired that. Like, yeah, I know. Recently, right? Recently, but still. So I'm just curious what they'll do. If you're going to acquire it, you're not going to just let it stay as it is. You're going to do something with the parks. Maybe they rebrand it and get rid of some of the names. Cause I don't know what Cedar fair properties. Cause I haven't really looked into it. If any of them already have animals, that would be an easy rebrand to a bush gardens or sea world. None that I could think of. Also. I, I mean, I don't know numbers for stuff on how big of a purchase most companies, but 3.4 billion seems kind of small to buy all of Cedar fair, but I could also see this going really bad too. Or SeaWorld is bankrupt in like two years after the purchase because they mismanage money, mismanage parks. Yeah. And then bye-bye all these parks. But I'm hopeful. But like I was going to say, I think we're done with SeaWorld. We can move on. But we'll keep you updated. We'll talk about it next week if the purchase does go through. So on to the second item that I have. It's not really news, but it is. Um, This is from Theme Park Tourist. It is Epic Universe opening date announced. And during Comcast 2021 quarter four earnings call this morning. So this was on January 27th. It was announced that Epic Universe is now planning to officially open its gates ready for summer 2025. Which was kind of what it was expected to be, I think. Yeah. Like I was saying with you, I'm just glad it's happening because I was worried. Yeah, that COVID would destroy it. Yeah, yeah, it is happening. Some of like the photos of the project going up now, you can kind of see some of the lands, foundations being built. Still a ways off, but it's pretty close. Three years. Of course, this is an important piece to Universal competing with Disney in terms of trying to take away people who stay at Disney for a week. Now you can stay at Universal for a week because we have three theme parks. And Disney needs to have a response, I think. They need to do something big. They do, and I think it's in the card. They have to have a new, at least announce a new theme park in the next five to ten years. I'd be shocked if they don't. Even like another couple massive expansions to parks currently? I mean, in the least, but people want a fifth gate. That's what people want. And right now, they are pissing people off. Now, I have questions. I didn't read the article or anything which I probably should have. That's fine. I mean, there's not much, there's not much in this. I don't think they they didn't announce any of the lands officially yet. So it's just like the rumored. That's my question. 
in the original concept art there was a universal monsters land yep that's still in all of the rumblings that is it because that's all i want so it's the universal that would be so fucking cool unless there's something i'm missing it's like the universal monsters the harry potter slash whatever new property nintendo beasts nintendo and then it's how to train your dragon yes which would be cool that would i don't even care about the movie but that could be cool I think those are the four and then there's room for like a couple expansions that they're not going to be building for when the park opens. And then I think there's also supposed to be like little mini lands or just like areas in between everything. So it's not going to be just those four themed things. Hopefully not, but I'm excited to have a third gate, brand new stuff. I'm hoping I'm praying that it's not just all screen rides. It probably will be screen rides are fine. If, but you need it's to have a mix mixed with practical yes. effects. It can't just be <laughs> Transformers over and over and over again. I'd be annoyed with that. But like you look at this, the Mario stuff from Japan, it looks awesome. It breaks down all the time, it seems. So hopefully they get those kinks fixed before they launch this part. 2025 can't come soon enough. Okay, Dallas is all on you now. Okay. There was progress made on the Gardens of the Galaxy rewind into the universe galaxy coaster whatever the hell it's called i really don't even remember what it's called no it's, it's definitely not called that it's something rewind but it's not galaxy. cosmic rewind cosmic rewind but yes they installed i've seen the movie once i don't really know the lore of it i don't know the comics it's some sort of ship from the movie that they travel in but it's a centerpiece to the entrance of the ride like on the outside and when the concept art came out a couple of years ago, that was kind of what caught everyone's eye and they just installed it last week. It's just kind of the biggest news coming from that ride in terms of progress. I'm worried that it's not going to hit summer. Is it supposed to open this summer? Late summer. Late that summer. That means October. 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 Yeah. It probably means like, what's the last day of summer? It'd be like September 19th. This is opening late summer, the last day of summer. I'm very excited for this ride. The property itself is whatever. I enjoyed the first movie quite a bit. The second movie was a letdown. I just beat the video game that came out last year and that hooked me. So I really like the characters at this moment. So kind of in the zeitgeist for myself to want to be on this ride. It's an exciting time for Epcot because they're in like the wave of bringing in IP. This is the first Marvel property to hit Disney World. Disney fans have to be in the East Coast have to be jealous of what's going on in Disneyland. And then I think Paris is also installing their Avenger stuff right now. Yes. So this is what we get on the East Coast. It's much needed and it needs to continue. Obviously, financially and with COVID, who knows? But I don't know about Marvel, but in terms of future world, they need to deal with the Imagination Pavilion ASAP, <laughs> please destroy it i don't care and i'm someone i love epcot nostalgia but that needs to be dealt with next they dealt with universe of energy which good rinse goodbye i hate how they dealt with that part of epcot in general have you heard of horizons the original ride yeah 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 such a cool building such a cool concept and it just it wasn't popular anymore so they got rid of it they literally destroyed the building 
and built Mission Space, which everyone hates now. And now everyone is nostalgic for Horizons. <laughs> so it's funny that they didn't stick with it. And now people are pissed. Oh, Mission Space. Oh, man. Yeah. Which uh, obviously they're keeping it because they just built a space restaurant right next to it. My sister wanted to die. I've told you this. That was. Uh, no, it's horrible. So and it's not even fun. Who wants to be trapped in a. Yeah. If you're, like you're claustrophobic, this is the, it's the worst ride ever. And it's because of the G force. It's so much pressure on your head and face. And it is. And it's like updated. Like it's so stuck in 2002. It's ridiculous. Like also the only ride I've ever been on with vomit bags or barf bags. The only ride I've ever been on. I was close. Like if I had lasted another 20 seconds on that ride, I probably would have puked. Also they tell you not to close, not to close your eyes. Like if there's. Well, yeah. Cause you'll lose. Yeah. If you didn't know at all and didn't look up this ride and you went on, is it the, it's the orange side, right? That's bad. Yeah. The other one. It's orange. Orange. And you just went on it. Cause you're like, Oh yeah, it's more intense. I'm going to go on that one. It's a thrill ride. You had no idea. Like you're gonna have a little old lady and they're going to die. Like, hasn't somebody died on this ride? When it first opened, I think three or four people died in the first couple of years. <laughs> I'm laughing. I shouldn't be laughing. But... Oh no. It was, it was a, there was a lot of jokes being made at that time. Do you know Epcot's attendance numbers? Is it like park number four on attendance is number three? Where does it fall for attendance currently? Well, typically it's number two, but I don't okay, know. Two. Recently. I don't know if Hollywood Studios passed it. I'm sure it has so, in the last couple of years. So I didn't know. I didn't know if it was battling for Animal Kingdom for Dead in the Last. But yeah, I'm excited for Guardians. I will be going in September, hopefully. So if this is oh, open. Good luck I will on review it. it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because Disney sucks with their crap or whatever. Genie yeah. Plus or whatever the hell it is. I hate it. Like I go. Universal a month after, or even a couple weeks after, you can get on a ride after an hour or two. But this ride will be six hours. And they just they have an issue with too many people with too few attractions. Because like right when this opens, it's going to be insane. It's going to be virtual queue is you have five seconds, and you don't get it. Well, you're not going on. Try again tomorrow if your vacation's up tomorrow. I told you well, even come back come back next year. Even for Remy's like. I hit it as soon as I could at seven o'clock in the morning. I hit it and my callback time was until three in the afternoon. So everyone is hitting it at the same time. But they'll probably do some fancy animatronic in the beginning and then it'll break down and the ride will be closed all day. I just want to be able to go on it in September. Anything else to add on this ride? I assume if they're putting feels like the stuff on the outside would be finishing touches. So I assume they're pretty close to being done with it. Wasn't it supposed to be open last year? Wasn't it the original? I thought so. I thought like all these major, like I thought all Tron them, was like supposed Tron. to be this year. This year. It's okay. not going to be till next year. Tron's going to make Magic Kingdom even crazier. This is that park going to be just insane. But yeah, that's all I have for Guardians. Lots of exciting news this week. Hopefully we have some updates next week on some of these things. Are we ready to debate rides? Yes. Okay. We're going to take a quick break and be back with Disney versus Universal. Welcome back. 
Now we're going to get into our main topic of this episode, which is going to be us debating rides between that are similar at Universal and at Disney World. If you listen to the first episode, you know what side I'll be debating on and what side Ryan will be debating. Yeah. Do we want to go in any order or just the way I have just it? Just the way you have it. Our first matchup is Expedition Everest, Roller Coaster and Animal Kingdom at Disney World. And it's up against the newest universal attraction, the Velocicoaster, which is themed after Jurassic World. I rode Expedition Everest a month after it opened. So was the Yeti still, or the abominable snowman still moving, or was he, yeah? Yeah, oh, I won't be bringing that up, but if you want to bring that up. What, the disco ball, or whatever the fuck they use? (laughs) Disco Yeti. That's one of the bigger fails in Disney Imagineering history. But it was, it was was like swiping at us, and it was awesome. Why is it again? Is it because of weight? Is the animatronic, what is it? What happened was they built it with three different modes. A mode, B mode, and C mode. A mode is like full on, it's moving, it's roaring, and all that. And it looks like it's walking, it's like crazy. It was so complicated and complex and so big that it failed like almost immediately and went to B mode, where it just kind of, I think it still makes noise, but it's not full movement. And now it's in C mode, which means it literally does nothing. And it doesn't even light up or anything, so they have to shine lights at it. And you miss it a lot if you're not looking for it. And the issue is the way it's built, it's built into the c- concrete, like the base that it's on. So they would have to basically tear the ride apart to fix it. It would be a very long, yeah. expensive process. Joe Rody, who is the main Imagineer, like Animal Kingdom is his baby. It's one of his big, well, he retired now. He doesn't work for Disney anymore, but it was one of his big things was... Hopefully they would be able to fix it someday, but I don't. Could they take like I don't a, see why they would? Could they take a year though and just close it for a year? Is it something they could do in that amount of time? Just have one season where it doesn't run and yeah, but that's a long time to close a ride. I think the overall satisfaction of the ride would go up if it worked. Oh yeah, it's a much cooler. And ride you could almost rebrand it as a brand new ride, just because it does something yeah. completely different. It's back. Yeah. Anyway, how do you want to do this? So we're just gonna. You want to start? You can go first. You have yours and I'll counter. Expedition Everest. Okay. Yeah. It opened in 2006. I remember because we were there while they were building it. And the whole idea behind it is like, to, you know, adding to the mountain range, the Disney mountain range, like Splash Mountain, Space Mountain. But it fits in with the theme of the Asia region because Himalayas are in Asia and the legend of the Yeti and all that. So it's basically you're in a like a train car going through the Himalayan mountains, specifically Everest, Mount Everest. And the whole theming of it is like, you're on an expedition to find the Yeti. It's a roller coaster, but there's no, it's all built into the mountain. When you go up the mountain and then you go into the mountain and you do a big drop out of the mountain, but there's no loops or anything like that. No, no inversions. No. And so technically it's a family coaster, but it's probably I would say it's even more intense than rock and roller coaster, to be honest, in my opinion. Yeah, it's probably close. Just, it, just as intense. Just depends. You haven't gotten to the main separator of what it does. Is it goes backwards. There was two big features when it opened that they were promoting. One was the Yeti, which we already talked about. 
Um, and of course that failed immediately. <laughs> the second was you get to the top and all of a sudden it's really cool effect. The train tracks are all bent, basically saying that the Yeti's here and he destroyed the train tracks. And then you go backwards. My mom did this ride. I don't know why. I shouldn't have let her do it, but my dad convinced her to do it. And that's the part that made her really sick was when you fly backwards because she wasn't expecting that. I love this ride just because, like I said, I'm not a roller coaster person. So I love this ride. It's one of my favorite at Disney. And it's my second favorite ride at Animal Kingdom. I like fl- Why, Flight of Flight Passage. Passage just because I've never done anything like that. Okay. So my ride is the Velocicoaster, which opened, I think, in June. I don't know if it had early showings in May, but I know it was June when it officially launched. I think it launched on a dinosaur bullshit holiday, maybe. And then I went in August. So it is the newest roller coaster at Islands of Adventure. It is in the Jurassic Park slash Jurassic World area. River Adventure is Jurassic Park. This is Jurassic World, so it has Chris Pratt and whatever, all the other people. I forget the actress's name, the red-haired lady. Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. And then the one scientist guy, I forget his name. It's been in all the Jurassic Park, Jurassic World movies. So they tell, like, the queue is cool because there is um, Velociraptors that are animatronic in there that move. There was, I think, one or two that were working and one wasn't working when we went. But they're really cool animatronics. So even if you don't like roller coasters, just going through the queue is fun if it's not too busy. Right now, they don't have, you can't have their express pass isn't open. So you have to wait in an hour plus line. But it is a 70 mile per hour roller coaster. So it's not a family coaster. I'll read off the facts on the cup. (laughs) 70 miles per hour boost in 2.4 seconds 1g max acceleration four inversions reverse airtime wave of 12 airtime moments the track length is 1436 meters there is an s curve airtime hill it goes zero to 50 in three seconds two seconds upside down hang time it does a 53 mile per hour barrel roll, an 80 degree to 140 foot drop, and then an inverted zero gravity stall, which I think is when you feel like you're falling out of your seat. So for this one, it's when you hang upside down and it feels like you're falling out. You're locked in because it's a pole bar over that goes onto your lap. So it's a little different than like, for Hulk, that kind of sits on your chest. It sits on your legs. Yeah. But it was still pretty comfortable. The theming's pretty, like, for a roller coaster that goes this fast, it still tells a story. You have that launch where it's like the raptors taking off from their cages to race or whatever. I don't remember the whole story. I really wasn't paying attention to it because it's whatever. It's Jurassic World, cheesy, dumb. But the inversions, it goes upside down. I think it said like five times or whatever it was. What did I say? Four times. And I love going upside down. There's, It's one of the best thrills that there is of just seeing that top hat or whatever it is and then going upside down. And, oh, man, it is. It, 
they did such a good job of adding another coaster at Universal that just beats anything that Disney has. It competes with like SeaWorld stuff, which we could save SeaWorld for a different time. They're known for their roller coasters, but they're real jank and cheesy and the theming's super low quality, not kept up. As long as they keep this guy up, it's going to be a staple at the park for years to come. But they're they're different. Like Expedition Everest is, to me, is for that like eight to ten year old that's learning to like roller coasters. Maybe twelve. That's Disney. Yeah, that's the difference. Universal. Universal that, next, you know, is more the thrill coaster, and Universal is like that not. next jump. Disney is like I don't want to. Disney is the kid park, kid family park. Universal well, the rides is, are yeah. Universal is that teenager, the teenager park. Yeah, the rides are oriented for all ages. I mean, Universal has that. Like they have those mid-tier coasters. Yeah. But Velocicoaster is you have to like roller coasters. If you don't like roller coasters, well, you're not gonna like this ride at all. Well, you saw what happened when Disney tried to it wasn't a coaster, but it was a more teenage type ride, and that didn't last that long. The wonderful um, alien encounter, yeah, which I'm sad I never got to do. I don't think I did it. I think I was there when it was still around because I think I went in 2002 or three, and I think it was still there. I think because I don't think it switched over to Stitch yet, which I never did that one. No. I don't think. No, I would have been too scared to do it when because I think we went once or twice when it was still open. But I don't know. I don't know when it closed. It could have closed in like '99 or 2000. I don't know. It was like 2003 or four, four, but yeah, that's just not what Disney does. Like Splash Mountain was like adding a thrill ride for Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Velocicoaster is adding to their, they have, they had like two big roller coasters before this. They had Hulk and Rip Ride. And I think Mummy, even though it's indoors, is an intense. But Mummy doesn't. Mummy doesn't go upside There's down. There's an inversion. There's not. Yeah, it does. No, it does not. There is there not? No. I could have swore there's something like a corkscrew or something. I don't think it goes upside down. Now your mind is trying to. I'm trying to see if it has inversions. I don't think it does. None. It has zero. Okay. I was like, I've been on Mummy. 10 plus times and I don't remember being going upside down but then you're like it goes upside down and then it's like a dark ride so I'm not sure if it goes because it could be like the rock and roller coaster where you go upside down but it's in the dark so you don't kind of know yeah but Velocicoaster I just, for these it's hard to debate in my opinion they're different things yeah I only did it because they're both coasters they both kind to tell a story they both have animatronics <laughs> there's no animatronics on the ride for a velocicoaster though well there should be so there is should put one on top so and you're gonna you're gonna hit me over the head probably ten thousand times the there might be i don't i don't think there is any but the launch itself is screens simulating the Raptors running, which I know universal screen, 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 screens. I hear it. I don't like it either. I like screens, but I don't need every ride to have screens, but the cool, no, it's too much. the cool animatronics for the Raptors are in the queue. So if you don't want to do this ride, you don't like roller coasters or this one's too intense. Just ask. You can walk through the queue 
and just see those because it's cool. They have little hidden Easter eggs with the books on display. It has like Ian Malcolm's book that he wrote or the whatever guy, I forget his name, the main Jurassic Park guy from the first one, his book. Yeah. The only way I'm doing that is if like I'm with you and you drag me on. Oh yeah. Which I will. I know. That's what my brother used to do all the time. Which is fun. You backed out. But I would never do you it. You backed out in August. You were invited. You would have been on that ride. And you backed out. Back out. And I've only done Velocicoaster twice. Just for reference. Where Dallas has done Expedition Everest. A lot more than twice. Yep. But Velocicoaster is new. Definitely it's not new even a year old yet. So. But man, they did a good job. That it came out in June. And they had it under 100 minutes. And then like 60 minutes right after launch, it was less than an hour where Disney does not do that. Oh my God. They don't do that for their new rides. Their new rides usually like those, the maybe not like Remy or like Ratatouille stuff, but like, no, their rise passages, flight of passage up to three hours sometimes in like rise and flight of passage, like those, whatever a ticket, are they called a ticket attractions. I don't know what they're called. E E ticket, the E ticket attractions. At Disney, those weights never come down. Or Universal, it's maybe that first day is six, seven hours, but a month later. Well, that's because there's not as many people there, Ryan. I think they're also better just getting people through rides. Okay. Depends on the ride, too. Yeah, I, it depends on. Well, it all depends on how many you can go, how many people can Disney do also has and all that shit. It's, and it also depends on that the rides breaking down because, like, Hagrid's, which we'll talk about had issues like with, well every new ride breaks down all the time it's, that's when you the animatronics that's the issue that'll destroy rides if something's not working or screen's not working then ride shut down yeah depending on if it you need that for the ride to function as we can tell by like splash mountain having like five characters that work at some points yeah have you seen a ride through of that when they're not moving yeah. but the music's happening yeah. it's fucking it's like a nightmare so on to the next one dallas we have Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway from Hollywood Studios. And then The Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man from Islands of Adventure. Now, I put these two together because I feel like Runaway Railway, which is a newer ride, it opened two years ago, uh, is using a lot of the stuff that the spider-man ride like was the first to do because that opened in like 99 i think it opened with with the parts yeah yeah and it was it was kind of the first of its kind i think to utilize screens the way that they did it's a mix of screen for we'll talk about amazing adventures spider-man but it's a mix of screens slash practical so yeah which is what Runaway Railway is doing, I think. <clears throat> but yeah. Obviously, theming, I mean, they're very different, but the ride itself is, to me is similar enough. Yeah. I'm riding on Spider-Man once. What are you what are you riding? Like a bus or something? What are you in? So it's a weird system. I don't even know what it, you would call it. But it's like three by three, I think. Maybe, is it three rows deep? It's either two rows deep or th- three rows deep. I can't remember. But it's 
you're in like a weird vehicle where it's at least three wide by, I don't know if it's two or three back. And then there is like a, the door that swings down. Right. I don't know. I don't know what to call that, but you're in a vehicle with at least six people. It might be nine. I don't know. Yes. Well, of course, the major difference is runaway railway is trackless. You start in a row of train cars and then you all separate. Yeah, I did. Well, Runaway Railway, of course, opened. Well, we should talk about the history. We're going to be here for five hours. It's fine. It's three by three. (laughs) Let me double check. It's three by three. No, four. Four by three. That's what it is. Four by three. Runaway Railway. It's in the Chinese, like the fake Chinese garment theater, uh, which before housed the great movie ride attraction, which I never did. I never did it either. I had to have done it when I went in 2003 because we went there, but I can't tell you one thing about it. I know for a fact, my family would have gone on this ride since it is like a, it was a slow, nothing ride. Yeah. But I don't remember it. We just never thought to do it. It just seemed boring. I'm surprised you didn't go before they announced the closure and went. I did. I, I didn't have any nostalgia for this ride. It was always just a skip. I know the weird thing, like for a brief period of time, they had a feature where there was a, like an actor playing a mobster that would break into your vehicle or whatever, or like hold up your vehicle, which I love when they, when they have like live actors on rides. It's so funny, but yeah, anyway, so they closed that, gutted it and uh, made a attraction based on the new Mickey Mouse shorts because those are very popular with kids and me and Ryan as he's talked about on this podcast or not not this podcast, one, our other podcast, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no they're very good like I sometimes I just watch them I, on Disney I just Plus. love how self-aware they are and they'll make fun of Mickey they'll make fun of Minnie Donald Duck them not wearing clothes no. Goofy's an absolute blast because he's like a, he's like a creepy weird asshole and he, he is he's I horrifying love looking out of all the characters. He's so horrifying. Yeah. They made him like, yeah, like kind of rednecky. What was the one? There was one where Goofy's running a restaurant and he doesn't let Donald in because he's not wearing pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, no, they're very funny. Um, But yeah, so they made this attraction, which tells a story like most Disney attractions do. You start in a room and you watch Mickey and Minnie. What are they taking a train to go to a picnic or something? I don't know. I've only been on this ride one time, so I don't know. Yeah. I think they're going on a picnic and I don't even know if they're taking the train or not. I think they're just going to go to a picnic and all of a sudden Goofy drives by on a train and then the train Something happens with a bird or something that causes the train to derail. Um, And then you, and then the train goes through the room you're in and that opens the door to the loading area. It's a very cool effect. It's a cool cue too, in general. They did a great job with the interior of the theater. And it works like, cause you know, you're going to watch a Mickey short in a theater, but then you become a part of the story. It's very, it's it's really well done. 
and it's fresh in my mind because I just did it a couple of weeks ago. Um, the ride itself is fun. There's different scenes. There's like a city scene and a park scene and then a scene with Daisy where she's, I don't really understand that part. Like where she's dancing. doing ballet yeah. and you're dancing in your train car. Story-wise, I don't get it, but it is a cool effect where you're with a bunch of other trackless vehicles like doing a ballet dance. It is pretty cool. Um, and there's a lot of funny humor with Goofy and like electrocuting himself and all that stuff. And it's really, I mean, it's a brand new ride. So obviously it looks very cool, but I love all like the effects with the fake water fountains and it's just a good mix of screen and practical. I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun, especially as somebody that likes that interpretation of Mickey and Minnie. Unfortunately, my daughter was terrified at the, (laughs) we waited in line and then we got up to the queue like to the very front, right before loading onto the vehicles. And then she falls and doesn't want to ride. And then I rode and then Haley rode. And at least she was able to do it. But I have no, I have no complaints on Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway. I think it's a near perfect ride for what it is. And it's a great use of that space. Yeah. And I it's like a perfect use. Of that space. And I like that. It's trackless. Like, it's just, it's fun to not know what path you're going to go on. Yeah. So it's not, oh, I'm going to go from here to here to here because I can see the track. It's, you don't really know where you're going to go. And of course, it's so popular that they're building it at Disneyland in Toontown. They're putting a version of it. But Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man is a 3D or whatever, 3D dark ride. I don't know the whole plot. Like you explained the plot of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I've done Amazing Adventure Spider-Man like three to five times. So not a ton. And I haven't got, done that one in a couple of years. You're basically following Spider-Man as he fights a bunch of different bad guys like Doc Ock and stuff. It uses the 40 effects of like heat and spraying on you. It's really well done of like the going from a screen with practical effects wearing your glasses to rotate you around. So you'll see a scene and it'll be completely done up. It's a little cheesy looking now because it's made in the nineties. Some of those are, you don't agree? No, I think I like that. it That whole land is like inspired by the comics. Like I love the queue. It's one of my favorite cues where you go. I don't like, I don't like this queue. Oh, I love it. When you go in the newsroom. Oh, I love my, it. Because it, it feels like you're in a comic book. Okay, but my issue is is that it's very stuck in a time. Like where Disney stuff, it could be yeah, but I, it could feel like the 1950s or 2020s. Everything feels like it's current. You walk into this and it's like, man, this TV was in my grandma's house 25 years ago. <laughs> but it's 90s though. I mean, I love it. I love 90s. But I, I really think if Disney didn't own Marvel, this ride would have had a massive refurb or redone. But since they can't, they can like update, like I think it was five maybe years ago, they redid the video. So it was in 4K. But yeah. I don't think, I don't know if they can touch these like TVs. Yeah, it's, it's cool. 
But once you've done it once, you walk in and goes, man, you're stuck in a time period where this is starting to show its age bad. And I know I'm supposed to be defending Amazing Adventure Spider-Man, <laughs> but the queue is a spot that I don't. I'm not a fan of the queue. The ride itself, I like the ride vehicle. I like it shares. See, that's where I don't like it. It looks stupid. <laughs> it it looks, looks stupid but i like what it does i like that it's you, ridiculous you're moving all around you'll go up down all over the place it, it has the same ride vehicle you don't have it on the list i don't think but it would be in the same comparison as transformers uses the exact same ride vehicle in the ride system yeah i hated transformers see i really like transformers and the, i think the q is really good on transformers the ride's probably a little I worse don't remember the q it's just like cool are you in like a lab or something it's like, yeah it's like the cool like building for the whatever i don't even know what the people are that are fighting the transformers you'll hear like megatron and stuff talking through no that ride gave me a headache i hated that ride a lot of people i hated Haley's sister doesn't can't do amazing adventures spider-man or transformers it gets her sick yeah and you have to it's just and you you have to wear the 3d glasses so if that's a no-no for you yeah that makes me sick too which doesn't for me. Like it just it doesn't. I oh, don't it makes me sick. It's not the type of ride that gets me sick. So I don't I can't really if if that type of ride gets you sick, then don't do this ride. But and it's I hate rides that jerk you around like that. And what also sucked was I think I'm maybe I've done it twice, but the first time I did it, uh, the end scene was malfunctioning. So it it was like skipping. Like when when the when the what the fuck is it called? The he shoots the thing and lifts you up out yeah. of the because you're gonna fall to your death or whatever from the whatever. He shoots his web. Yeah, but it was like skipping and malfunctioning, yeah. and the audio was off. That ruins it all. That kind you of have a it. you have a ride on here of that. I can talk about it. Ruined one of my experiences with it. I've been on it multiple times, but the last time I went was bad. Yeah, that can absolutely ruin a ride for you. Then you always kind of have that negative perception yeah. of the ride. But for me, I've never had that. I love Spider-Man, the character. I'm not like a comic book nerd, but I like the movies, the video games, just not the comics also. This Spider-Man, I didn't watch the TV show, but the voice acting's well done. I like the little, dumb little 40 things where you somebody shoots fire at you and you feel the fire. I, I really like that. It kind of feels like you're actually there, but I would probably give it to you now. But if Amazing Spider-Man, our Amazing, Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man was updated, I think it'd be close. Amazing Adventures Spider-Man's won a lot of awards. I think it still does for Dark Ride. Yeah, it was a huge innovation at the time. But it's like that next step, Dark Ride, going from what Disney does is where it's like the slow omni mover or whatever ride vehicle to this where it kind of jerks you around but not it's not a roller coaster it's like that middle ground of a kitty kitty ride where you can bring your three-year-old to you're bringing your 10-year-old on their first family coaster this is where you can bring your five six-year-old and they're gonna have a blast yeah i want to do it again we missed out on it last time. Back to it just didn't work out. And we were there for like 10 days and we still didn't do it. 
Okay, next. <laughs> I hate both of these rides. Okay. Uh, and I enjoy both of them, so we'll see. And I haven't even done one of them. But I won't. Uh, you will, because if you go with me, you're going to do it. I'm not doing that one. Yes, you will. Mm-mm. Yes, you will. And I'm going to explain why. I'm going to explain why. I'm going to explain why. No, that looks like a damn death trap. I'm going to explain why. I'm going to explain why. Mm-mm. Yes. Yes. I only do Velocicoaster because it's new, so no. I'm not scared of it. No, I'm <laughs> good excuse. Okay, let's get you a rock and roller coaster thing versus Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket. Come on, give me the rock, rock and roller coaster in Hollywood Studios and Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket at Universal Studios. These are both roller coasters with a music theme. One's indoor, one's outdoor. But we talked about rock and roller coaster on our first episode of this podcast. Um, I have another cup. <laughs> Rip ride. Oh, oh, that's terrifying. I hate that. I hate. I hate that. I hate the way that thing is built. It looks okay. so scary. Okay. Sorry for distracting you. Anyways, rock and roller coaster. It's an indoor coaster. It's the only inversion coaster at Disney World, and. It's talk about something that is stuck in a time period. It's the same. It feels the same as Spider-Man. You can't, you can't even debate. It feels the same. No, it's worse. It's way worse. It's probably the same time period too. That ride's probably about the same age. It is. It's from 99. Yeah. Like it opened in 99. But I'm saying the ride itself, like the flashy neon-y, whatever bullcrap signs, it feels the ride itself. I'm not saying whatever the, cheesy bullshit steven tyler aerosmith stuff but the <laughs> hey guys but the ride yeah. but the ride itself of just like the flashy neon type colors it feels very 90s and it's ugly and tacky and i really don't but like i love it. it i really don't like it doing a good job selling it i don't like this ride it's the most thrilling ride at disney or one of them. It depends on your thrill. If you like that. If you like going upside down. Yeah. It's the only time you can do it. Um, I hate the queue. I hate everything about it. I love it. the queue. I, I love the I queue. hate the carpet. I hate the recording studio part. Oh, the, the recording studio I part I hate when you best. go in a boiler room for no reason. Or wherever you're supposed to be. <sighs> outside. I love the recording studio. I love that cheesiness. I'm going to miss it. With Ken Marino, yes, not speaking, just doing, <laughs> doing, producing the track or whatever, and Ileana Douglas, the actress from Cape Fear, who gets her cheek bit off by Robert De Niro, as the manager or whatever she is, I don't even know. It's so bad, and it, yeah, it's themed for Aerosmith, a horrible band. I I love Aerosmith. I just don't. I love Aerosmith. Oh, I love their music. Mm-mm. I do. I grew up on Mm-mm. it, so I love it. It's so bad. It's like it's worse than Bon Jovi. No, 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 no. I would much that rather listen slander. to Bon Jovi. No, that is slander. I would much rather listen to. No, I wish it was a Bon Jovi ride. You don't like any Aerosmith? None at all. No, no, not even their old old stuff. I don't. I probably don't know. You know, old, Dream old On, Walk This Way. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, I hate those songs. I love those songs. Oh, 
No. Do you like their one and whatever bullshit song from Armageddon? That's the only one. Oh, no. What's the one with Run DMC? That's the only song I like. Oh, my God. No, I'm. It's Walk This Way, but it's their version. I forget what it is. It's Yeah, it's the remix. Or yeah. No, I love that song. Is it just called Walk This Way? I don't even know. I don't know. I think so. No. Um, but yeah, but I would still much rather walk do this it way. than the other one. Okay, you didn't even explain one of the cooler parts of Rock and Roller Coaster. Uh, what? Ooh, it's not going to be nothing to you. Every section of the ride that you sit in has a different Aerosmith song playing, which is really cool because you don't know what song you're going to get. It just depends on where the I don't even. I don't even pay attention to the music. Well, it, it matters because I think there is a Aerosmith had like their recent at that time album crappy song on it. So it's like you can have like a song that nobody knows because it's like some generic garbage song, or you can end up having a walk this way or whatever. But you can have like a really trashy song that nobody cares about. But I love that every ride vehicle or whatever part of the ride vehicle has its own song because it makes it fun and unique. What song you're going to get? But Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket takes that to the next level because you pick the song that you want to listen to. Yeah, but they need to update those songs. They, last time they do, but it's also cool that and I didn't do it when I've done there. I've only done the ride twice. I've been, yeah, I think twice, once or twice. But that if like you hold down, you can put in the code, a secret code, and then there's more songs, but you have to know the secret codes. Yeah, I've heard about that. So it's a cool little Easter egg that they threw in. So the reason most people are scared of this ride is the climb up. Because it's not a launch coaster. You, it's a climb and then you go down. No But it's like it's, it's like a 90 degree angle. Mm, 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 mm. But it's not that scary. I promise you, I would... Velocicoaster falling out of your seat is a thousand times scarier then this climb, the climb lasts maybe five seconds. Maybe it's probably more, it's probably 20 seconds, but it's, it feels like nothing. It's not scary at all. It's not, it's really not. It like looking at it is terrifying, but being in the vehicle, yeah. but being in the vehicle, does going from this angle to this really matter that much. It doesn't mm. because you're strapped in your back is on something solid. So it's not like you're, can see that you're going to fall out of the vehicle you're pretty locked in and the vehicle pretends like there's some invert inversions but there's not you never go upside down on this ride never isn't there a corkscrew no Mm-mm. and it never goes so it never goes upside down it goes like close where you're like right there but you never yeah. actually go upside down you go through some of the buildings in the park yeah and it's, I think it might be a tad slower than 70 miles per hour. But being able to pick your own song is really cool. The ride itself, it's just a good roller coaster. It's not fat friendly, I know. So like if you're a bigger person, it's one of the rides at the park that you're not going to be able to fit on. So if you're like pushing 300 pounds, you're probably not going to be able to fit. So you're going to want to make sure you do the test vehicle beforehand to make sure that you're or test seat to make sure you fit. Um, 
yeah, it's just a solid ride. At nighttime, it lights up. The one big blunder of this ride is anytime there's like a gust of wind or a rain droplet in the air, it's closed. First thing to close every single time. I think it's closed. Well, lightning too. Lightning, but it was been close recently in Florida because it's had a cold spell down there. So they haven't been running yeah. this ride according to the stuff I saw. So they, they close this ride for anything. It, like, isn't it? For if it's too hot, too, I, th- I think it literally every anything is too hot. I mean, like, if somebody has diarrhea, they'll fucking close. they close <laughs> this thing for everything. Like, when I was there, every single time I'm there, they close it for multiple days. So if you're there one day, it's a coin flip. That ride's going to be open. Yeah. So, so you need to make sure you're there for like at least three, four days to guarantee yourself that you're going to get on this ride. Go first thing in the morning when it opens. Cause I don't know what time it's not right at whatever early admission doesn't open up for that. Well, that's right in the front, but, but it like, but it doesn't open up though for like when they do early park, it's despicable me usually. And then our minion mayhem and then Harry Potter attractions where like Hulk will open up on the other side. Even when it's not listed, they don't open up Ripper ride, but if it's nine, 10 o'clock, just go there, beeline it right to rip ride, ride it when it's open, experience it. I did it at night and it's really cool at night. But to me, it's, it's a lesser attraction than Velocicoaster because it's not telling a story at all. No. And it just looks like a cheap I, red and yellow. It's a, no, it's a better vert. Cause like, I think it's really cool that you have the speakers right here in your head. I think it's cool. That it's too loud. No, no, it's a, it's not that bad, but it, it, it kind of is. It's like that roller coaster, that Cedar point or whatever type of theme amusement park wishes they had, but it's way too high budget for that. Like they would never be able to upkeep this at all. It would be the, yeah, the song selection is down to two songs because they're not working anymore. And then eventually they would lose the licensing and then it would be generic. Nothing. <laughs> It's kind of rock, but not really. But I do agree they should update the songs, but I have no idea if it's like built into the electronics on the ride itself or where it's at. I don't know if it would require a major overhaul. Shouldn't. There should be a. And then if you do select the secret songs, you can get like your video or whatever saved of your little ride, you on the ride, and then the song you chose. If you pick the secret songs, there's no music, I think, or it's like generic um, because I think they don't have the licensing rights for it. That's why, but it's still on the ride. So next we have uh, what, in my opinion, is the pinnacle of a theme park attraction. It's Splash Mountain at Magic Kingdom. And it is up against <laughs> Dudley Do Right's Rips Off Falls. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. From Islands of Adventure. Okay. Um, you win. I think. <laughs> we don't even have to talk about it. Moving on. No, I, ha- I have some good points. I have some good <laughs> one point. I have a point. Um, Splash Mountain is supposedly going through a theme change. For reasons we don't have to get into. When is it supposed to change? When's the rumor? They have not said. And now people think that it's blown over and they're just going to like 
just kill never it. talk about it again <laughs> which they <laughs> do which they do all the time they do that they do here's the thing i love splash mountain it's my favorite ride i think it's amazing however there was no reason to base a ride on characters from that movie in 1989 in my opinion they were probably just trying to capture that area that they had in mind and they don't really yes. have a lot no they weren't thinking about properties yeah they weren't thinking about and at that point in american culture there really wasn't going to be an no. uproar of whatever they picked no of course not of course not people acted like they were destroying the ride it's gonna be the same ride it's just gonna have different characters and different songs but is it is 100 percent gonna be the same yes they have confirmed that so i'm fine yes we're fine i guess it's this gonna be the same ride i'm gonna miss the and characters that- but here, here's my Dudley do right rips off alls. You get wet. Yeah, they don't want to soak people. But you want to sprinkle? They get if you sprinkle soak at Disney World a sprinkle. Like, oh my god, you get nothing. You think, man, I'm gonna get soaked. Oh no, you get a little, depending where you are. You get a little. I just love the. I hate. I hate how wet you get on that first it. Dudley do right. So much. It literally just drenched. dumps water. Into just drenched. The- just all the water. All of it. Come on. It's a horror water. I love it. I love doing the circle of the the three water rides at Islands. Just hitting all three and just getting drenched. Ildra, Jurassic, and yeah. Oh, man. Oh, this ride, you get so wet. Don't do it if it's a cold day. You can pass because you're going to get drenched. Absolutely drenched. Splash Mountain. Maybe if you sit in the front, you'll get a little wet. It might be a little bit on your shirt, a little bit on your pants. Shoes might get a little wet. Yeah, you'll but get some spray. You are bring an extra pair of shoes, bring flip-flops, because your shoes are going to be destroyed for the day. Don't be the fool that brings... Like, I've done it before. My shoes are destroyed. Absolutely destroyed. you got to bring that backup pair with you. Bring a pair of flip-flops, water shoes. You need it. And you have to have shoes on. You can't have socks. I've seen people get kicked off for having just socks. You have to have shoes on. But who cares about Dudley? Do- like, no one cares. The character sucks. The animatronics are potentially the worst in all of Orlando. They're so bad. They're so <laughs> I'll bad. say this. I enjoy, I enjoy the colors. The colors. I enjoy the design of the mountain. I think it's fun. It's, you know, it's a little Six Flagsy cheapy, but I think it's fun. I, the, like the loading area, there's some funny humor stuff with like the talking animals on the wall. Like, I don't, I don't hate this ride. I really don't. But I hate how wet you get. <laughs> I hate it. That's the reason I don't do it. Because it's horrible. It's so miserable being that. My wet thing is not even I, I, I like getting wet. That's fine. Like that. I love it. My issue is no. the ride vehicle itself is awful. Oh, it's horrible. It yeah. is the worst. We talked setup. about this on a on the other so podcast. You have to slide you are down. literally in the other person's you're, crotch. Your genitals are rubbing against the person in front of you's back. And I've had to be it's with so like uncomfortable. My, it's like space mountain. My sister-in-law's back, and I have to just like ride right up against her. And it's it's hard to get in sometimes. Like you're uh, trying it to is. fall it's down. It's hard to get out. Yeah, it's 
it's miserable. And sometimes you feel like you're not gonna be able to fit and you do fit. Just- it's so comfortable. It's so, it's not a position your body should be in. No. But if you want to get wet, this is the ride for you. The story, I, whatever, it's cheesy, dumb. It's hard to follow too. I don't really know what's going on in the story, but. Dully do rights at it again. Ha ha ha. I, yeah. I like how I, it knows what it is. It knows it's goofy. But those animatronics. Yeah, but it kind of fits with how stupid the that, cartoon was. And that land is just whatever. I, 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 that land is, it could be so much better. It could be. So it's a lot of characters nobody cares about because they're like 40s characters, 40s, 50s. Yeah, because it isn't the ones they could get rights to or that did they not have to pay them for the rights? Or I don't know the whole purpose. Like Archie. Yeah. Popeye, which we'll talk about. Oh my God. But yeah, that's really all I have is if you want to get wet, it's the ride for you. Otherwise, Splash Mountain, it's where <laughs> it's at. Oh, it's great. I'm excited. It's such a good ride. I mean, I'll be excited when they redo it. I'm excited to see what they do. The, the art looks great. They're adding, they're adding f- features to the top of the mountain to make it more. My worry, though, and I, and I really do swampy. like what it looks like, what they did with Frozen, and then Mickey Minnie's done it as well. But I don't know how I feel on like those like projection animatronics where they do the face, and I feel like that's what they're gonna do for this ride. It'll be mm-hmm. more screen-ish than a classic. Yeah, which I just love. Like Disney does such a good job; those classic, practical robots and Peter Pan. I just did Peter Pan when I was there. So good. But yeah, fuck the uh, property it's built on. So whatever. (laughs) I like Zippity Doodah. I like. Is that considered a racist song to like? Probably. Probably. So I should stop liking that one. No. Again, people don't even know what that movie that's from. It's such a cultural. I just want to see it just so I can experience it once and say I've seen it just because it's like such a weird movie. But that's that's the thing. It's a it's a bad movie. It's not even like. I'm I'm surprised Disney won't just throw it on Disney Plus and put their warning like they do for everything else. They do for everything else. I I was just watching a lot like Peter Pan. I was watching like the sequel to Aladdin. Or whatever, whatever crappy one that was. I don't even know. It was one of the sequels because Margot, my daughter, wanted to. You can cut out her, her name. I don't want to keep her name in. But my daughter was wanting to watch Jasmine on stuff because she got a Jasmine doll for her birthday. So I threw on the the real Aladdin movie, but then like the I don't even know what they're called. I don't even remember the names of them. But the other straight to VHS ones. And there was like the warning at front. I'm like, what the heck? Culturally insensitive. Yeah, every movie has every one of them. Disney Plus now, because like Dumbo was the first, right? That did it. Yeah, because of the crows. (laughs) (laughs) Peter Pan is the worst. Why does Peter Pan have it? So because. There's the scene which I forgot about with the Native American Indians okay. that are in that are like cartoonishly, yeah. But I think that's something in today's world. Like you can have that conversation with your kids on why this isn't correct. But I think it's like weird to not have a movie just out there at all that it's like hidden. 
it's a secret movie like yeah because you're embarrassed yeah, like, it's like it, no it, it's your movie just it's yours own it you can I, yeah just have that 30 seconds in the beginning and saying why it's wrong and then you let parents explain why it's wrong to your kids but i don't think you should hide the movie that's my opinion as an ignorant white person <laughs> okay next up dinosaur which you hate so opened with what said you hate it yeah, i do i don't even want to defend it it's my least favorite ride in disney world it opened with a different name but i can't remember what that name was it was a longer name also when it opened it was it was different it was way more intense and louder and scarier and they toned it down a couple was years this, into it was this right sponsored by coca-cola at some time yes okay. mcdonald's 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 because the color scheme because there's like still the pipes, remnants right it's like the pipes they're still or, like you know. ketchup and mustard pipes yeah which is so funny because they haven't changed it but it's not sponsored by mcdonald's anymore um and i put it up against jurassic park river adventure because dinosaurs <laughs> but yes the theme is similar obviously dinosaurs there's dinosaur animatronics in both yeah okay so dinosaur is an indoor ride now if you're familiar with the indiana jones ride at Disneyland, it's the exact same track and vehicle, just different theme. Uh, and are these considered roller coasters? No, are you it's 100% not a roller sure? coaster. It's not a roller coaster. No, basically, you're in like a big track vehicle, and you go through it. It's a dark ride, but it like jerks you around and. It's very uncomfortable. Um, and the theme is you are going back in time to try to find this dinosaur and you get trapped in that time and the dinosaurs are trying to eat you. And whatever. Um, the main feature at the end, there's a huge like T-Rex or whatever that kind of grabs at you. Terrifies me every time. I hate it. I hate this ride. Hate this ride, and every time I've done it, I've been with teenage girls who scream like way more than they need to, like try to be funny, but it's right in my goddamn ear. And it's just, I hate this ride, I hate it. And talk about a ride stuck in the damn 90s. Oh my god, we already talked about the McDonald's color scheme. <laughs> I just looked up, I forgot Bill Nye's the Q guy. Yes. Bill Nye's in it. <laughs> he is he and, is the 90s. Yeah. And we already had this discussion. You don't even know who she is because I talked about it. But Felicia Rashad, who played Bill Cosby's wife on The Cosby Show. Um, she is in it, the queue, like video. But it's like 1998, Felicia Rashad. That means nothing to me. <laughs> it's, I just mean it is so stuck in time. Like I love when they do cue videos and they don't update them for 25 years. I I don't like it. I can't really defend it. I get some people like it. I like it. I I think the theming is weak. I think it could be so much cooler. 
<laughs> the property sucks. Um, Does anybody remember? Yeah. I feel like I don't even think people no, realize that they probably think it's a dinosaur it's, ride. It's just based on dinosaurs in general, not the dinosaur I think, movie. I don't even know if it is. I just feel I just think I just think because that movie was coming out around the same time, they just wanted a dinosaur ride, but it really it doesn't have the characters from the movie in it. The story is not. It does, right? Movie. I thought it does. I thought it has the animatronic so. of the big main dinosaur. Maybe, but that's it's not the characters in the movie that you're trying to find or whatever. It, no, they don't really talk about. The no, movie. but I think that character's in it. Am I wrong? I don't know. It's a movie people have forgotten about. So. It's a very forgettable movie. That can't even. I I don't remember it at all. Well, it was their first foray into CGI, yeah. and it did not. So Jurassic Park River Adventure, it is a boat ride. I don't, it's not really a flume. It is, I guess it's a flume ride, but it's different than Splash Mountain and Dudley Jurek. Cause I think there's only one, if I'm remembering it right, there's only one drop for the whole ride. Yeah. Yeah. So you go through the Jurassic Park doors that everyone's used to, but it's on the boat. So it opens up and you're going the wrong way. You you're supposed to see all the cool veg or whatever. Oh my god! Oh my god! Vegetation, but not vegetation. What is an animal that eats only its vegetables? Oh my god! I am a herbivore, right? You're supposed to see like the herbivores. <laughs> Man, I'm trying to think back to science stuff, and my brain just doesn't work. But herbivores and all like the safe dinosaurs, and then oh no, you're on the wrong path. Just like everything else in Jurassic Park goes wrong. And then before that, there is animatronics that sometimes work, sometimes don't. They've had to really switch the modes on some of them because you like look at what they used to do and it would like pop up out of the water and look all cool. And now it kind of comes up slowly and does a sad little stream out of its mouth. The long neck dinosaur, I don't know which one, I don't know, it's a bronchiosaurus or whatever it is. Sometimes its neck is broken, so its head's just dangling there in the water it looks ridiculous but i love it like the animatronics that they could get them to function right are better than any dinosaur animatronic disney has we talked about crappy t-rex diner which i know is not disney official but they're bad i think they do a better job with their dinosaurs here than they do at dinosaur the ride but it's the animatronic at the end that everybody knows. It's when you're falling down with your boat, it looks like you're going to go into a T-Rex's mouth. Yeah. But I'm assuming that one doesn't scare you. No. Because it's kind of a fun, because it's in the middle of your falls. So you're kind of screaming and then it's two seconds. No. no. The one in Dinosaur literally like comes out of nowhere. Because Dinosaur, screams I don't think you really mentioned Dinosaur. Dinosaur is the darkest fucking ride to see anything yeah that's why that's another reason i hate it it's too dark it's jerking you around it's dark it's loud i just don't i don't get why it's so dark though it is impossible to see anything that show building must be just trash (laughs) i feel like that's part of it though i think you want they want you to be in the darkness especially for the end but it's too dark like jurassic park is like the perfect darkness on that final scene where it's dark and spooky ish with like the raptors and the other like spring dinosaur thing 
and then the T-Rex, but it's not so dark that you can't even see your hand. I feel like in some points in dinosaur, I couldn't even see myself. Like, no, you can't see who's around you. Yeah. But it's an interesting connection because we have Jurassic Park to blame for why dinosaur exists because when they were building animal kingdom, like the mid nineties is when the Jurassic Park craze, you know, hit and everyone was, every kid was in the dinosaurs and everyone loved dinosaurs. And they were either, they had two options. They were either going to build a dinosaur themed land or a land based on mythical creatures and they, the plan was to do both eventually, but they could only open with one. And they chose to do Dino Land because of how popular dinosaurs were because of Jurassic Park. So that's why we have in Dino Land. Dino oh my God! Land. We'll talk about the their other big attraction that closed recently. Are we already? Yeah, in our final segment, our game. We'll talk about that. But uh, okay, the Mouse Coaster. Yeah, but that land sucks. It sucks. It's... No, it's horrible. It's and the the thing is, it's like, oh, it's for kids, and it's like, no, that's no excuse. It's so bad. Yeah. I hope that they do something else in that area. I want them to get rid of that completely and do like a Zootopia land. That's what I would want. But they kind of have to keep dinosaurs. They can't just eliminate dinosaurs completely. I know they can't, but I want them to. <laughs> Because I know they eventually got their dragon-ish creature with Pandora, but it's not really the dragon stuff that everyone knows. So it's kind of like, no. a, eh, kind of, you kind of did it eventually, but. Well, and you know the story behind that where after Animal Kingdom opened, they laid off all those Imagineers. So they all had to get jobs at Universal Studios. And that's when they were developing Islands of Adventure. I did so not the know people this. that. Okay. So the people, it was called beastly kingdom was the land I know that, that yeah. they were going to build. So they took their idea for one of the roller coasters and brought it to islands of adventure. And that was, what was that called before Hagrid? It was like the dragon dueling dragons, dueling dragons, dueling dragons was an idea that was going to be animal kingdom, but they did it. At islands of adventure instead. And, and, um, what's that land that we talked about last time? Um, you got to give me more than that. The land we talked about last time. Mythos. Mythos. Oh my God. Now I'm, oh my God. Forbidden something. Yeah. Anyway, the reason that's so cool is because a lot of the people that designed that were the people that were going to be working on Beastly Kingdom, Animal Kingdom like the idea is lost they were going to do that yeah lost continent was going to basically be parts of beastly kingdom like that design but they brought it to islands of adventure instead yeah and, and yeah. islands of adventure got a lot better reviews it opened the same year as animal kingdom or around the same year and it got way better reviews than animal kingdom animal kingdom <sighs> is my least favorite it just there's not a lot to do there is but there's not for a theme park land 
No, it's more just like a zoo. It's more about the vegetation and the plants and discovery. And I, I think the theming is great. I love like the theming of the African village and there's a lot of Easter eggs and stuff like that. It's a nicer sea world. I know it's different animals and stuff, but it's like a nicer sea world. Yeah. But it's like that level of theme park. Which is just kind of, I don't know. It's B-tier Disney. Yeah. I prefer it to Hollywood Studios. but I don't, but I would have five years ago. Not even five years ago. I still do. years ago, four years ago. Star Wars just doesn't do it for me. I I get that. I love Rise. Cool oh, and stuff. I love Rise. It, Rise I don't care my, about the ride. The, the one ride is my favorite ride of all time, rides. though. It's my favorite ride of all time. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I I just think it's way too that land is way too um which COVID might have something to do with it, but it's just way too planned out. <laughs> like it feels. I don't know. It's just not as cool as Harry Potter to me. It's not as immersive. It's a little like they're shoving it down our throats, kind of. Like no one wanted no one wanted a land based on the new movies. They want like Princess Leia and shit. I don't know. I think it's a bit of a miss in terms of the theming of it. But whatever. That's just my opinion. Okay. And Toy Story Land's great, but it's too small. They're expanding like, with some restaurants and a Jesse yeah, store. Know. Yeah, I know. But moving on. Oh God, we're going to be here for hours. Well, what I was going to say is I think we should do, <laughs> we'll do this one and then we can come back and do it another time. Okay. Well, this one will be quick. Uh, the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh at Magic Kingdom and E.T. Adventure at Universal Studios. Um, I only did these because they both have the word adventure in them. <laughs> they're both dark rides, right? And they're both dark rides. Uh, Winnie the Pooh, it's, you know, it's a kid's ride. There's not much to it. It's skippable, in my opinion. It's kind of the lower tier. I'm, I'm a little pissed that they replaced Mr. Toad. because I don't remember Mr. I Toad. Got to do Mr. When Toad. did that get replaced? Was it pr- 99? So then I would have, I would have done it when I went as a little, little kid if my family had to be on it. But I don't, I was way too young. Well, it's still at Disneyland, so yeah. I really want to do it when we go. Whenever I go to Disneyland, but because there's a scene where like Mr. Toad is drunk and he, he like he drunk drinks and drives and then goes to hell at the end. Don't you go to hell at the end? I don't. It's like very that. dark for Disney. He's app. he's on the ride for many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. He's one of the yeah. There's an Easter egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, that's all I have to say about that ride. E.T. Adventure is my probably my favorite ride at Universal Studios. E.T. So. Adventure is like a Disney classic ride. It is. It's so good. And it, it's so good. And it's the last ride of 
its kind in all of Universal. Like, because they've they've killed yeah, so many of their. It's the last surfing. like, yeah, it's the last like eighties classic blockbuster. And I think ride, we, I don't yeah. know if we talked about it last week or if it was off the podcast, but it's the ride that they're willing to save no matter what. Because like when they thought about doing Super Mario Land, there it was going to be saved, and they're going to kill everything in the kid zone. But ET Adventure. I love the smell. It's like that water smell. Oh, and then the queue when you're in the forest smells like forest, like evergreen. And the bike's a unique thing. It's a great ride vehicle. And it is. It has like the Peter Panny type thing where you're going over top of the town and the town. It's 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 just it's a perfect. Yeah, and then it has a kind of it's a small world type thing with all the weird. (laughs) You go to ET's homeland. Yeah, at the end when you go to his planet, which is not a part of the movie. No, that's that's it's there's a book. There's like an ET book and a yeah. lot of it takes place on his home planet. So there's a character from the book named Botanicus who is like his teacher. <laughs> it's like ET's teacher and he's in the ride. It's there's a lot of cool like And Steven Spielberg helped design this ride, I believe. Because he had a lot of involvement yeah, he did. with the park when it opened. Well, he was, wasn't he part owner of the park? I, I know he made money off of the rides. Cause like he had Jaws, this. Jaws, so yeah. I think he was pissed. I think he was like a stuff. shareholder or something. So I'm not sure. I've heard like rumors that he's part of the reason that it stays open, that he'll be like furious and won't do business with Universal if they close his stuff. But it's the one classic dark ride that'll give you Disney vibes. There's nothing else like there's it's so much screen now. And like, I know there's different shows and stuff that are throwback to old Universal. The only issue is it it needs maintenance. Some of the characters oh, don't big function. Time. You'll have the characters that needs to be painted. Uh, it needs a lot. And I don't know if it's a COVID only thing. You're supposed to be able to say a name and then the ET characters or whatever will say the name. Goodbye to yeah. you. Yeah. But the times I've went, there's nobody there. They just let you on through. So I don't know if it's yeah. just this ride's old. We don't do that anymore. Or if it's COVID. But I don't go enough. No, I think it's COVID because this podcast I listened to, they they did it like in the fall of 2019. And they put a video on their Twitter of them saying goodbye to them. And a lot of people do Steven for Steven Spielberg. It's like the number one name. Yeah, I love it. I always go on it. No, I... I've been on this ride, I don't know, five, ten times. And I've only been I love it. Times, and a little bit. There's never a wait for it when I do it just because no one goes to that part of the park. You can like hit all you can hit weird. all of those rides at nighttime. Because they like they, they stay open in kid zone for like the Woody the Woodpecker and all kinds of stuff. You can hit yeah. all these rides with just walk on. You can go back. We did it I think back to back before walk on, walk on. It is. It's the only ride that gives you like that magical like immersive experience when you are outside and then you walk in and you're in the forest and it's just so cool yeah it's the only ride that you would think like if you didn't know the property you'd go man i'm at magic kingdom but yeah nothing else everything else is so screen-based or a thrill ride now at universal so if you're not into those this might be the only ride you like at universal studios okay dallas are you ready to play my game yes Okay, after our short little whatever we put, I'm going to have Dallas play a game where he will determine if rides will come back to life 
or if they'll stay dead. But if he chooses, they have to come back to life. He has to kill an existing attraction. Okay, Dallas. So the game, I called it Back from the Dead. So I'm going to give you a list of attractions, one from each of the Disney World parks. And you have to pick one of these attractions to bring back to life. But if you say if you picked Magic Kingdom, the extraterrestrial alien encounter, you would have to kill a current attraction at Magic Kingdom. So you can't just say, I picked that one and I'm going to kill something at Hollywood Studios. You have to kill something at Magic Kingdom. Oh, that's easy. I already know what I want to do. Okay, well, I'm going to go through them. And then you can tell me what you've killed and I'll do mine. Okay, so you have Magic Kingdom, the extraterrestrial alien encounter, which ran from 1995 to 2003. Hollywood Studios Studio Backlot Tour from 89 to 2014. Epcot's Body Wars from 1989 to 2007. And then Animal Kingdom's Primeval World from 2002 to 2020. There's not a lot of Animal Kingdom that's closed, so it's kind of a hard one to do. So Primeval World sucks. Like we we mentioned it in the last segment, this ride just, (laughs) it was not Disney. I don't even, it wasn't even like, no. a cedar point quality like ride. Sh- no it's like a shitty carnival ride which i know is the theme of like that crappy land. yeah but i don't need that to be the theme that's so stupid it's just cheap that's why they were, we're gonna go cheap this is like easy to make quick and there you go there's land we slapped together in two minutes and none of it makes sense together it's like you have like scary dinosaur ride next to carnival land it doesn't make sense yeah, I don't know. So, Primeval World, I don't think either of us are going to pick that one. But what or what's the easy one for you to pick, Dallas? Uh, extraterrestrial alien encounter. Okay. Because I just think, I think the story of that was, um, Michael Eisner's son, Breck or Brick or whatever, was a teenager at the time. And apparently he's the reason why Splash Mountain happened because his he was, you know, he was trying to get his dad to have more thrill rides at yeah. the parks. Because he's like, why would I go to this park with my friends? There's nothing for us to do. Um, and that's also why I think the alien encounter thing happened because they were trying, it was the 90s and they were trying to cater to teens more. But it just, it was too scary. It was just way too scary. It did not fit Magic Kingdom at all. But I think we've progressed now to where I feel like something like that would do well with the current audience. Maybe. I think it would. Maybe if they, I think they would have to tone it down. I think they would have to tone it down. I think they would have to maybe move it next to Tron. You need. Well, and that's that there goes, (laughs) I, I would get rid of the fucking speedway, the fucking bullshit horrible that no one it's wants trash. that ride. i know it's trash nobody wants that ride. But that's waltz that's waltz ride no it's not autopia was autopia disneyland was waltz ride this is the cheap like redo like knockoff of autopia which is also horrible it needs to go and it takes up so much space 
takes up so much space and it's smelly and loud and the ride itself is horrible because you, you're not actually driving it i can't defend that ride so you, you can go no, ahead and it's, you can too, put it out of its misery to me it's just too loud too smelly i just don't it's it just doesn't so i am gonna pick hollywood studio studio backlot tour but i want to do like when it started and it was still in its like heyday and my thing would be that there's still actual stuff being shot and produced and made there that's the thing there never really was stuff being shot there there was, was like a fake studio there was stuff right i thought there was a couple shows that were shot there yeah but it's not like universal studios one nickelodeon hollywood or Nickelodeon, Nick well, Studios. even Hollywood, yeah. Yeah. where it was an actual studio. But they did some and then, stuff. Yeah, Orlando, they had the Nickelodeon Studios and did Double Dare. But I think Hollywood Studios had some stuff. There was some stuff there. No, if if they did, it was shoehorned in there. Like, like, like I said, the only reason they made that park was to compete with Universal. But didn't they also? They had like the Golden Girls set or move. Oh, the, didn't they have yeah. that there? The house was the house there. there. Because I remember that as the a kid. Set. But I never did it. I never did this right. So, like, I want it in its heyday. And I want to be able to have, like, old buildings and stuff that they saved and just be able to do a little tram tour. That's, yeah, it's a cool idea. Yes. And, like, I, it doesn't need to be live stuff. Like, if they're not actually shooting anything. But just to go look through Disney's backlot, a backlot tour of just... I know they had the plane they just moved from Animal Kingdom to Disneyland or whatever. Or over the Expo yes. D23. But Yes. And they still have the Backlot Express restaurant, which has a lot of the props and stuff from the ride now in the restaurant. But I want to be able to have like the walking portion, then to take the little tram or mm-hmm. bus or whatever to look at some of the bigger items. And I, the tough part is what am I going to kill? And if I'm going to stick with a ride, if I'm going to go attraction, I'm probably, or a show, I would probably kill either of the Beauty and the Beast or Little Mermaid things. This is not for me. But if I'm going to pick an actual ride, I'm going to kill Star Tours. It's cool they updated it. So it has whatever newer characters and scenes in it. But yeah, who they have a whole land. There's a whole the land issue. Now. The issue is there's like three different Star Wars things spread around the park, which doesn't make sense. Yeah, there's too much Star Wars. Like, because like there's like different. You have Launch Bay, there. you have which is in a completely different section. Then you have Star Tours, which is like outside of the main Galaxy's Edge area, and you have Galaxy's Edge. It, it's the Launch Bay was supposed to be, I think, wasn't it just like a showcase of what was to come in Galaxy's Edge? Wasn't that the initial purpose of it? Because I feel like when I went four years no, ago, no, the Launch Bay has been there for a while. Then what the hell? While. What is the Launch Bay's purpose? It was to have Star Wars stuff. It had like props from the movie, and you could meet Darth Vader and Chewbacca. And because I feel like that's where I wear it's closed now. Because I feel like that's where I watched like a year or two before Galaxy's Edge but opened. There was like a screening of. I'm watch. sure it became that. Yeah. While they were building Galaxy's Edge, like a preview center. Because I feel like that's what. Yeah. Because when I went in 2018, that's what there was. There was nothing open. Toy Story wasn't open. Galaxy's Edge wasn't open. So it was just this is what's to come in Galaxy's Edge, and you had to wait in line for this video. And it was just a video. There was nothing special about it. Yeah, I'm killing Star Tours. Just, it's cool, but it was it was it was cool for the '80s. It was a. It, it's what Universal big, Studios like, had back then because it was Back to the Future. 
And then we didn't talk about body wars. I'm assuming I did it because this falls in time period when I went. I don't remember it. We never we never even went to that side of the park, really. We kind of stayed away from that side of the park with Test Track and all that. Because that's where the Wonders of Life Pavilion is, which they're turning into something else. Never did the Ellen thing. I'm surprised you didn't do Ellen since you loved Ellen so much. Yeah, it was like 90s Ellen, though. <laughs> Still Ellen. <laughs> with your love of Ellen, I'm surprised you didn't do that ride. Yeah, but that ride seemed so boring. And it was like 45 minutes long. It just felt like a waste of time. You would definitely do. If that ride was still around, I feel like you would go and do Ellen right now. As adult, Yeah, Ellen's. now I would. As adult, yeah. But back then, I really wasn't. Not wanting to go really on the, the long, boring educational ride that Epcot no, was known. I, Epcot was a, well, known as that, is like the jokey educational park. Simpsons oh, yeah. episode was like, you went a trip to Disney. And what park? Epcot. And they're like, oh. Well, they're getting away from that now. I know. But see, I like that aspect. I liked that aspect. I like World Showcase. I was a, like a geography nerd. I like learning about cultures. And yeah, but that's not that's not my. I love World Showcase. It's like all of the here's the future, and then it's like here's 3D stuff, and it's like oh my god. No, all, yeah, Future World was a dumb idea because it's outdated, outdated in five years. Yeah, it was so outdated. It's just painful. And now it just looks like a shitty, like they're redoing it all, but it looks like a shitty 80s mall. Anything else to add? No, um, I haven't done any of these four that you picked. No, yeah, I was trying to pick I, obscure ones that you. I could have because I went there, but I never did. The anything. only one was Primeval Whirl. I've done it, and it this sucks. It just it it's fun, but it's yeah, not a no Disney. Interest. It's I've done it. Okay, well that's a wrap of episode number two. Unless you had something to add at the very end. No. Okay, next week. Don't know what we'll talk about. We'll news and then we'll have part two of Disney versus Universal. And then we'll have some kind of game. Maybe I'll have Dallas create something. Till next week. See you guys. Bye.